Good morning, friends. It has been a while since um, the thing we're about to do right now, and that's record from my car. This is a, an analog review of the Ahsoka trailer that popped up yesterday. I haven't really talked to anybody about it. I haven't, uh, except for my son, because we watched it together a couple times yesterday. But um, real quick, you know, and I say this most every episode, uh, thanks everybody for sticking around who does listen um, when the shows pop up. Thanks for staying subscribed, you know, however you listen. Um, we uh, decided to take a vacation last week for my wife's birthday. Got out of town for about a week. It was great. We went up to um, northern Michigan, got into some nature, did some weird stuff. Um, I'm not going to go into details, but um, rode a helicopter for the first time which was a lot of fun, and um, I'm glad we were able to get away, decompress, kind of shut things off for a little bit, um, and, uh, you know, the only, like, newsy thing that came up of, of any note for me was that there was the High Republic show where they talked about Burry Aga Aga Burry, um, and I'm not going to get into the details about that, but uh, we got a couple of books coming up that are going to address uh, some High Republic things. And uh, just next week, as we're recording, I believe, Delilah Dawson's Rise of the Red Blade comes out. So I'm looking forward to that, too. But we're not here to talk about that stuff, guys. I'm in the car. You can probably hear I got the AC cooking because it's warm. We're in the middle of summer. Um, and uh, things are getting hot in uh, Ahsoka land. And... This trailer came out, I was, I guess it was supposed to come out last week, but there were some issues with Twitter that they decided to wait on. Um, the other day there was a, a little video about Rosario Dawson's journey uh, into becoming Ahsoka, which was uh, pretty neat. And then, uh, yeah, this trailer dropped. It was about two and a half minutes long-ish. And uh, we're, we're, we're going to talk about this thing. And as you know, as I do things here... I'm going to be shuffling some papers here because uh, that's how I do. Analog. Analog reviews of uh, Star Wars things here. So the trailer starts off and we see the villains. Uh, Balin Skull in uh, his apprentice Shin Hati. Uh, Balin Skull played by Ray Stevenson, R.I.P. Um, you know, I hadn't talked about it, but um, that really bummed me out when uh, when he passed away. I was really looking forward to seeing him more on the press tours and stuff like that because his presence at Celebration was um, was pretty um, noteworthy. So um, gonna gonna miss him. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, he was just a fantastic actor. And uh, it kind of sucks that, uh, you know, we're going to experience this story with him this way, knowing that he's not around. But um, at least we have it. And uh, thank you, Ray Stevenson, for everything. So... Well, we know about them that uh, he's a he's a former Jedi mercenary, and you know he's flooding. They're they're flying this like shuttle Tidarium, you know, Imperial shuttle looking thing. It's got that tri wing kind of you know shape, which is uh, one of my favorite designs uh, for ships in Star Wars. And a really bold move here, and I think if we look at how trailers for these shows are kind of set up, you know, it's usually the first couple of episodes that they um, might be showing scenes of or clips of. So I forget how many episodes Ahsoka is, if it's six or eight, but 
assuming this is only from the first, I don't know, three episodes, um, to show a scene like this, which is essentially an attack on the New Republic fleet, um, pretty bold on the part of two Force users to pop up, uh, be they mercenaries or Darksiders or whatever, uh, at a time in galactic history where Force users are not uh, very common. You know, there's not many around. So <clears throat> the fact that they're mercenaries tells us that they're going to be in the employ of Thrawn at some point. Which also tells me that Thrawn learned some lessons about some Force stuff because in Rebels, um, that was kind of a weak spot for him. You know, he was all about studying art, you know, to understand his enemies and things. But when it came time to face down the Bendu, uh, that might have been, you know, one of the few times that we saw some genuine, I don't want to say shock, but uh, feeling of defeat for Thrawn. Um but the Force is not something, it seems, in-universe that you can analyze the way that Thrawn tries to analyze things. So, <clears throat> um, hopefully he's he's learned a little bit, and which would then make him that much more formidable against anybody that he's going to go up against. So, uh, let's keep it moving here. We see Hati, Shin, she attacks first in this clip, which almost tells me that she's maybe a little bit of a loose cannon. You know, maybe it's the, you know, a parallel between Anakin and Ahsoka, um, where, you know, she's a little more impulsive in how she'll do things, where Ray Stevenson might be, I'm sorry, um, Balin Skull might be a little bit more calculated in the things that he does. Um, we do see later on that she has a braid. She's got like a, almost like a Padawan braid. So, uh... That could be, you know, just a sign into their relationship and, and how they work together where, you know, she's more prone to just act out and he may be has to rein her in from time to time. Um, but there's this hallway scene. It's very reminiscent of, you know, Vader's entrance in A New Hope with the other uh, white walls and stuff. And Balin says to the New Republic officer um, that we are no Jedi. And it's a kind of a ways of like, for the audience, for us to like throw Ahsoka's words back out in an opposite vein, you know, where she says she is no Jedi. It's a way to say that she's on her own. You know, she's, um, making a name for herself away from the dogmatic views of the Jedi. She's learned more without the Jedi, it seems. And these two, um, I, I have obviously seen and learned some things about the galaxy that clearly show that they are not Jedi. You know, they're a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? They're a little bit more prone to doing things that are antithetical to, to the Jedi. I mean, they're mercenaries, so they're working for money. They're almost, you know, bounty hunters, if you will. Um, which is, you know, kind of a cool twist to have a, like Jedi bounty hunters or force using bounty hunter types. Um, a lot of cool stuff there. Jumps to a red logo, uh, Lucasfilm logo, which reminded me, I think it was uh, Clone Wars Season 7 had some red logo stuff. Um, so maybe indicating some danger, some peril for Ahsoka <clears throat> and the crew. 
So then we see Ahsoka, <clears throat> and um, there's this stone mural, this room that she's in. Maybe it's an old temple or something. Don't you know? Don't know. But there's a shape of a woman holding a golden orb, uh, which no idea, guys, what the hell that could be. Um, but the use of gold in this trailer is uh, something that pops up uh, a couple more times. And I don't know if I wrote the notes for them. But then we, st- we see her talk about <clears throat> Thrawn as the, quote, heir to the Empire again. That we, we saw in the previous trailer. And off in the distance here, there's um, there's like a hilltop or a mountain. And I was like, well, what if that's Mount Tantus? Probably not. Um, just considering the time, you know, with uh, where it pops up in Bad Batch and all of that. But um, just kind of got my mind uh, berries going. And um, the we cut to a scene of these stone ruins. And it's almost like this double sphere like shape before the sphere comes up. It reminded me of, for anybody who's seen uh, Akira, Akira, uh, the old uh, anime movie, <clears throat> in the very beginning they're, they're reading... Um, Akira's uh, energy or whatever at Neo Tokyo and it and it shows up later on in the movie too where there's like a double sphere that pops up like this and it's, it just reminded me of just kind of the shape um, that this uh, Star Wars Stonehenge kind of has and um, we hear Balin say something to the effect of uh, Thrawn's power and it's a power such as no man uh, has ever dreamed. Um, so Thrawn has clearly made a name for himself. Now we see the star map open. Well, to uh, basically a star map, Morgan Elsbeth, um, you know, the magistrate from the Mandalorian, uh, that, you know, the, with the Ahsoka episode, the Jedi, the, she like opens this thing with her hand. And I'm like, what's going on here? Because there's some something else later on that I'm like, does, does these other people got some force stuff going on? Because I don't know how she did it. I didn't see anything on her wrist that looked like it would open it up. It looks like there's like a green kind of glow underneath the shape of the like galaxy or whatever that's kind of floating there in a hologram. Um, but she does something to op- open this thing up. And it's getting a little bit wavy and, you know, whatever. So, uh, is something going on with the Force with Morgan Elbert? I don't know. But, um, maybe they learn how to put midichlorians in people. And that's something that they, I don't know. I'm just spitballing, guys. That's a, that's a stupid theory. But, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Anyway, so she opens this thing up. It opens up this, like, big 3D galaxy map looking thing. It's got like this axis line on it and a bunch of like, almost like star systems. And if I had to guess, I would say that this is probably some kind of roadmap to wherever Thrawn is. If he's still in the outer regions, who knows? Um, Because we see Ahsoka here later on and clearly she's looking for Thrawn because she's looking for Ezra with Sabine, um, I would think. And maybe this is a way for her to kind of figure out where he is and let other people know about it. So, the... uh, we see, uh, you know, quick shots of, uh, of Shin Hati in that uh, New Republic um, ship. You know, she's uh, she's on the bridge of the ship. She's, you know, killing people. There's like the, you know, the one pilot or whatever, you know, pulls a blaster on her. Uh, she's, you know, deflecting shots. And we get a good look at the rebellion, the New Republic fleet. And there's like Moncal cruisers there. There's like the Tanev, Tanev-E 
you know, style ships, I forget what they're called. Um, and, uh, there's like some A-wings in the hangar where, you know, Shin and Balin, you know, attack the New Republic uh, people, the Moncal and all that stuff. Uh, look like there's a medical frigate way off in the background. So again, really bold move for them to attack where they do. Now, whether they're doing that fourth run at that point <clears throat> is undetermined. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it seems like they might be. And if that's the case, um, and Thrawn has knowledge of where the New Republic fleet is, which I don't know if that would be exactly hidden information considering that, you know, they won um, the uh, Galactic Civil War. But to attack like that, again, pretty, pretty bold move. Uh, cut to Hera. She's flying the Phantom, the Phantom Two. And it looks like she's almost kind of flying through like a like a training course. I was with my son, with Isaac, and he even said the same thing. He was like, that, that looks like a training thing. Like, Hera doesn't look too worried about what's going on there. We get a good look at our boy Chopper, murder bot number one, um, a dude, uh, probably voiced by Dave Filoni again. Um, and the training, if you look, there's the shot down over Chopper. And to me, it looks like those are like landing platforms on water. And so I'm wondering if they are based on uh, Moncala. Uh, it, you know, it could be anywhere, but, you know, I'm wondering if that's where that is. Uh, Moncala being, you know, the water world and everything. Which if you read, you know, some of the old comics, whatever, we know what the Empire did to that place. Uh, and the Moncal, like the rebel transport ships that... Um, the Moncal used in Return of the Jedi were actually like some of the structures that existed underwater that they were able to fly up, and that's how their species survived. Um, so after that, we see a hero with like the uh, like New Republic Council. You know, we see Mon Mothma, we see uh, Kazuda Ziono's father is there, and uh, we see with a cut to the rebel ship where it looked like the attack happened earlier. And, you know, Ahsoka's walking down the ramp of her ship with uh, Hu Yang behind her, which is cool to see Hu Yang in full movement. Uh, wondering if they got David Tennant to wear like a mocap suit. I doubt it, but um, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, there's a gonk droid there. Got to call out the, the gonk because um, you know the history of the show with the gonk. So, yeah. So, Ahara is talking about Sabine with Ahsoka, saying, you know, there is somebody who can help you uh, do what it is that you need to do. And then we cut to uh, Sabine. And the Sabine is on Lothal. Lothal looks fantastic, looks beautiful. Um, and she is flying into Lothal, Ahsoka is, and it almost looks like she's being escorted in by X-Wings. I couldn't tell. Um, but, you know, she's not alone. And we hear that uh, that uh, Sabine is still stubborn as ever. Um, so this is, we get a shot of Sabine on the speeder driving down that street um, that we've seen Ezra and Kanan drive speeders on in Rebels. And uh, she's being pursued by an E-Wing. So first live action E-Wing, uh, which, you know, we saw in the trailer before. It was a little hard to see. But uh, that's there. And... 
an interesting line here between Sabine and Ahsoka. Um, she says, you were, I'm trying to read my own handwriting here. I, I, you never made things, you never made things easy for me. Dot, dot, dot. Master. Sabine calls Ahsoka master. And again, getting back to the Morgan Elspeth thing about, you know, people in the force or how they're learning things. It's like, what the heck is going on here? Like, is she lightsaber training her as like a continuation of what she learned with the darksaber? Is there something force attuned with Sabine that we were never really aware of? Is there some greater destiny for Sabine? Um, I don't know, but it is, it's very intriguing. Um, the E-Wing lands and there's a very cool looking astromech that uh, we see. And it's got that retro R2-D2 Kenner figure kind of sculpt to it. Um, and a lot of people pointed it out yesterday when after the trailer came out. It's a pretty solid look. Got some sparks coming up off the top of him. So I was like, oh no, so he got hit. But uh, he's still moving afterwards. Um, whatever the designation of that droid is. But yeah, that was that was you know, a really cool look at a new, uh, old style astromech. And Sabine is then watching the hologram of Ezra that we saw in the first trailer. And Ezra says, as a Jedi, sometimes you have to make the decision. No one else can, but I'm counting on you to see this through. So whatever communication Ezra gave to Sabine, or to whoever it was that message was originally intended for, uh, there's some kind of plan attached to it. So it's kind of hard to say what it is at this point. Um, but the actor who's playing um, Ezra, I think it's uh, Imanis Fondi, I think is his name. Forgive me if I messed it up. Sounds like Ezra. His voice sounded like Ezra to me. It sounded like uh, Taylor Gray. So I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so Sabine then cuts her hair. This rite of passage moment of like, all right, I'm doing it. I'm in it. Let's go do the thing. Cut my hair off. Um, and we get a good look at Sabine's Mandalorian helmet. And given everything we know about the Mandalorian um, and what's going on with Mandalore around this time, like, again... Does this point to a greater destiny for Sabine? There's a lot going on here, guys, that um, they are, like, very uh, subtly, not subtly alluding to, which is uh, pretty cool. Um, we uh, see some shots of Ahsoka fighting, and uh, it says here, we have to do what's right regardless of our personal feelings. Um, and in that, when that quote is being said, uh, it's Sabine's hand on Ezra's face in the mural from Rebels. So, like, again, what what are we pointing to? Is it because he's just not around? Is there some other attachment between Sabine and Ezra that we're not, you know, weren't really aware of? I mean, it was something that was kind of like <clears throat> danced around a little bit with Rebels and then kind of shot down as their stories kind of like converged and separated and converged again and separated again, you know, whatever. Um, it's not super clear uh, as to what the indication is there. So 
Then we get Ahsoka and Sabine in Ahsoka's ship. And uh, there's a Pergo that's right in front of them. Ahsoka's got this blue flight suit on. And it doesn't look like the New Republic blue flight suits that we've seen. Uh, I think Zeb's wearing a blue suit in Mandalorian Season 3. And I know we've seen these in other places. But it doesn't look exact, exactly the same. Ahsoka's got this like shoulder pauldron. It has some kind of an insignia on it. And like I did the whole enhance, enhance thing on it and couldn't figure out what the hell the insignia was. Um, it almost looks like it has like the starburst type of a shape, but I couldn't find anything that matched up 100% with it. So I don't exactly know what the suit is, but they're flying away from another ship, a smaller ship, and they are, you know, they're flying behind the Pergil, kind of like through its uh, tentacles, if you will. Um, but that, that insignia almost looks imperial in its in its design. Um, and Sabine's got this gray jumpsuit on. So who knows what they're doing? Maybe they're infiltrating something. I don't know. Um, and we get a good look at Thrawn in this scene, or in this part. Uh, our first official, air-quoting official, look at Thrawn in the trailer. Which, great. My dude looks fantastic as far as I'm concerned. No, no notes from me, uh, except for what I wrote down in my notebook. And, but behind him in the back on the left side in the corner, there looks to be a Stormtrooper helmet that has a gold face on it. Now, I brought this up yesterday online and, you know, King Tom said, he's like, well, maybe it's just a helmet on display or maybe it's something else. Um, to me, it, it looks very clearly like a Stormtrooper helmet with a gold face. Uh, it's way out of focus. Again, I tried to do the enhance on it. It's hard to pick out what the heck's going on with that. But uh, it would not surprise me if there was a new Stormtrooper design for Thrawn uh, because, uh, guys, Star Wars likes to sell toys to people, uh, albeit two years after a thing happens. But, um, uh, you know, it, there's going to be some kind of trooper cannon fodder in the show and whatever this thing is uh it's possible that it could be uh, a new stormtrooper design i don't know that's what it looks like to me um and if shin and balin are like these mercenary types and thrawn employs them they're probably going to need some other help to hunt ahsoka down you know if it's ahsoka sabine ezra whoever um new republic it can't, I don't think it would just be the two of them. I would assume that, you know, or I would imagine that there would be other people that would come out with them. Again, it's cannon fodder. Um, so maybe those are kind of like their enforcer troopers or whatever that help them kind of go out and hunt. Um, I don't know. There's a quick shot of Sabine with her hand up as she's fighting Shin. Like, it looks like she's kind of like, no, stop. But it almost looks like some kind of forcing's going on because then Shin says, uh, you have no power. Like, I'm going to defeat you. This is when we see Shin's Padawan braid. Um, and she's got... Shin has these, like, shoulder pauldrons on. They look similar to the pictures from... I don't know if it was Entertainment Weekly or Variety or one of those magazines um, that showed the Inquisitor that's going to be in the show. It's a similar design. It's not a one-to-one. -one, but it can made me wonder. Am I, is she dressed up as the Inquisitor? Probably not. 
because um, I think there were some behind the scenes shots of the Inquisitor um, and it's a it's a man in the suit. So um, not to say that couldn't be a male stunt double in there for her. I don't know. But, um, you know, it's probably not. Uh, but those woods look, uh, you know, they're giving me some some vibes here, guys. And I'm wondering if there's something like not strictly Dathomir, but like some kind of Night Sister thing going on here. I don't know the state of the Night Sisters at this point. I know, um, like Marin might be the last, but, um, I, I, you know, it's just, those are the, I'm getting these kind of spooky vibes out of it. And so I don't really know if there's something else going on there. Um, anyway, so we see, let me see here. Where are my notes here? Oh, when we see Balin and Ahsoka in a like star map and Balin says to Ahsoka, Anakin spoke highly of you. How the hell does Balin know who Anakin is? Um, we know, again, we know he's a former Jedi. So there's something in his history that maybe connects him to Ahsoka that maybe makes it easier for him to find Ahsoka. I don't know. Um, the force works in mysterious ways. And, um, she's, this is Ahsoka's there, like in that star map location. So, uh, I'm assuming again, if this is the early stages of the show, they have this early confrontation. Maybe they don't even fight. Um, but then that's where she finds out where Thrawn is. Cause there's scenes of her running later, um, from this big explosion. And I'm wondering if it's kind of the same location, you know, she got what she needed. She's about to yeet out of there. She's about to run out. Um, and she's running behind her own ship that it looks like Sabine is flying. She's about to jump in that thing. And Ahsoka says, I'm not here to discuss my past. This show is not about her past. This is, the show is about her future and about her place within the galaxy at this time. Uh, we get a good look at Hu Yang and, uh, you know, he says some stuff. Rebel, uh, excuse me, Rebel. Hera says, once Rebel, always Rebel. Um, assuming about Ahsoka, because, I mean, come on. Um we see Sabine fighting. She uses like the grappling line on some kind of masked enemy in those woods. Um, and uh, we get a look at Ahsoka fighting the Inquisitor uh, and a droid. And this is like some of those early images that we saw from the first trailer where it kind of looks like that um, shipyard kind of uh, industrial looking location. But I was kind of looking around in those scenes and it looks like the same platforms where we saw Sabine and Chopper flying over earlier. Not Sabine, I'm sorry, Hera and Chopper flying over earlier. It's got the same kind of rounded over shape and the edges. Um, so again, I'm wondering, with the New Republic fleet being in play, is this Moncala? Because it looks like, looks like water around the platforms to me. Um, so again, just, you know, speculating here. I, I don't really know, but, um, we see some new enemy ships. We see Harris doing some shooting, Ahsoka running, um, the spinning inquisitor blade and Ahsoka is super calm as she stops the blade. And then we get the, uh, reveal that it's a two episode premiere on August 23rd guys. Uh, that is basically like, I just wrote down everything that happens in the trailer, um, I'm hoping maybe you got something out of this that uh, maybe you didn't catch on your own kind of viewings. But um, I want to say, like, the show looks great. I know the last few 
Star Wars TV shows have kind of shown the limitations of um, the volume. But there are some things in this show that I think look really cool. Um, Sabine on that speeder driving out of Lothal looked fantastic. Um, some of the space stuff, I think Star Wars could do well with kind of more space battle things. You know, maybe, you know, Mandalorian's not really the space for that. Um, and or might be in season two. Acolyte, who knows. But it's a good place to see the New Republic fleet, State of the Galaxy. Um, we did get a reveal earlier this week, guys, of a, a Lego set of uh, a new ghost that's going to be coming out. And in the set, and I'm, uh, spoiler, I guess, um, kind of maybe it is or it isn't, but there was a Jason Syndulla Lego minifigure. Um, didn't have his green hair, though, so I don't know what's going on with that, but, you know, assuming Jason will be in the show somewhere, I guess there was maybe some indication of the first trailer we were like, oh, no, could Jason be in this thing? Um, so there's a lot going on here, guys. There's a lot of, like, Bridge to the past, eyes on the future kind of feeling thematically that I'm getting out of this show. I mean, having a character like Hu Yang around, who we found out in the Timelines book, is like, he's like the first entry in the Timelines book. Um, is, you know, he's 25,000 years old. The man's, the, the, the droids got this knowledge of everything uh, concerning lightsabers and the Force and Jedi. Well, who knows what other information he's got. But that'll probably come into play. I worry about Hu Yang. I would hope nothing happens to Hu Yang in the show, voiced by David Tennant. Um, but in the very beginning of the trailer, uh, Balin, Ray Stevenson says that one must destroy in order to create. Let me see if I got that written down correctly, but I, I believe I do. Yes, one must destroy before you can create. Um, and we know Dave Filoni, that the code word for this show is, um, a Lord of the Rings reference. I am forgetting it right now, guys. I'm sorry. It is still early and I haven't finished my coffee. That's how we do in a car. I forget stuff. Um, in order for Gandalf to become Gandalf the Grey, or to go from Gandalf the Grey to Gandalf the White, um, he essentially dies. He is destroyed and reborn. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to happen to Ahsoka in this thing. She's already gone through some transformations in her life. We haven't seen her as Ahsoka the White uh, like we see at the end of Rebels yet. So maybe that's an indication on timeline of when this show is, you know, taking place. But um, So I don't know. It, something tells me that there will be some other transformation in this thing. Um, I, I mean, it's. I think it's like the first spoken line in the entire trailer. So to me, that points to something very heavy thematically for what the show is. This tearing down to rebuild, to redefine, to find your new place, your new purpose, your new peace in whatever the galaxy is going to be. Uh, for this show and then going forward it's whatever the Filoni movie is going to be um, yeah guys that's a lot um, there's a lot going on in this trailer as they do for Star Wars stuff but uh, I got to cut this short I got to get into work again early morning on a Wednesday and maybe this is prep for me for when uh, Ahsoka starts me getting up early and recording stuff like this so um, guys let me know what you think about the trailer 
um, you can send me an email. You can find me on the socials, uh, including Blue Sky now. If you're on Blue Sky, uh, King Tom was nice enough to give me an invite to Blue Sky. So I'm over there now. I'm not really messing around with Instagram anymore, guys. I never liked Instagram. I'm just going to be honest. So I just like kind of nixed that one. The account's still open, but I ain't doing shit with it. Um, I'm over there on threads, but I ain't doing nothing with that either because, again, I don't give a damn about Instagram and any of that stuff. Um, so Twitter and Blue Sky are kind of the main places right now. Um, links for stuff are on uh, the website, jamtransmissions.com. Guys, you can get the shirts uh, leading up to the Ahsoka stuff to show your hype and support for the show uh, on Public. Again, the link for that is in the website. You guys can uh, leave me reviews and uh, stars on Spotify. That would be greatly appreciated if you did that. Uh, if you want to send me an email, again, you can do that right through the website uh, or directly uh, at comlink, C-O-M-L-I-N-K at jammedtransmissions.com. Uh, and uh, keep an eye out for stuff on uh, Broaxium with uh, Quick Shots. we got the Dark Droid series coming up that I'm going to be doing some reviews for uh, going forward. So lots and lots of stuff going on Star Wars-wise. Um I hope I'm not forgetting anything, guys, because it has been a while. But uh, I hope you enjoyed this breakdown. And again, if you have uh, any uh, thoughts or anything that you want to uh, throw my way about it, you know how to do that. Do it on the socials or uh, send me an email. So until next time, guys, uh, I don't know when uh, we're going to be able to record another one as uh, the summer months are usually pretty busy for us as, you know, life is just busy. Uh, I will just say this. May the force be with you. Uh, hi, I have a question. My name's Donald Faze, I'm a huge fan of Star Wars Records. So, how soon can we expect the Sabine Rim uh, Ahsoka Tana show? I don't know. You don't know! Obviously, it's intriguing. I have this crazy thing. I have to know what the story's about before I tell it. Do you know what it's about?
I have to know what the story is about before I tell it. You know what it's about. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's to be more than that. It's to be more than that. It's so clear to you. They're looking for Ezra. I don't know. You don't know. I do know. You do know. I do know. It would probably make a good story. I have this crazy thing. I have to know what the story is about before I tell it. You know what it's about.